time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall and a wonderful Cinco de Mayo to everybody out there. Overnight Tuesday, gold sold off steadily from Monday's move, but at 8 a.m. New York time, the yellow dog took off like a rocket ship, nearly hitting $1,800, only to be monkey hammered two hours later for as much as $26 after settling a settling at 1,778 June basis, down $15 from Monday. Silver followed the same path as gold, only the moves up and down were more exaggerated as July silver jumped up to $27.25 before that same monkey or group of monkeys hit silver for as much as $1 before silver bounced to settle at $26.56, down 40 cents from Tuesday. The Money Stock Journal said there was an absence of news that would have knocked the metals around like that, although Janet Yellen gave a speech in which she suggested it might be necessary to raise interest rates soon, a comment which she later backed away from. The Mining Stock Journal said that Yellen's comments spiked up the dollar, which might have triggered the selling of COMEX paper gold by hedge funds. To be clear, with India's gold import machine idling because of escalating COVID issues and China closed until Thursday, very little physical gold is being bought or sold daily. The trading action until Thursday is largely confined to the gold and silver paper derivatives markets. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first, a mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com. All right, and here's what you need to know this morning. Barrick Gold reported its results for the first quarter of 2021, noting that with gold and copper production on plan, it was well positioned to achieve its annual guidance. Barrick's Tier 1 gold mines all delivered strong financial performances in Q1, while revenue from its copper mines rose by 31% due to higher copper prices. Net cash increased by half a billion dollars despite an advanced tax payment to the state of Nevada on the back of operating cash flow of $1.3 billion and free cash flow of $0.8 billion. The company announced a $0.09 per share quarterly dividend, which will be topped up by a three-tranche return of capital distribution totaling $750 million through the course of the year. This would take the per share yield based on yesterday's closing share price to 3.5% for 2021. Production in the later half of the year is expected to be higher than the first. Barrick trades on the NYSE with the symbol G-O-L-D and on the TSX with ABX. In exploration news, Radisson Mining released results of gold intercepts from the ongoing 130,000-meter exploration drill program at its O'Brien Gold Project, located in the Larder Lake Cadillac Break, 
halfway between Roy Naranda and Valdor, Quebec in Canada. Results included 14.95 grams per ton gold over 1.6 meters, 8.87 grams per ton over 5 meters, and 11.13 grams per ton over 10.7 meters. Drill results thus far have traced high-grade gold mineralization down to 800 meters vertical depth in this sector, where the majority of currently defined resources are within a vertical depth of 800 meters from surface. Radisson Mining trades on the TSX Venture with RDS and on the OTC with RMRDF. BlackRock Silver shared more gold and silver drill intercepts from its core and RC drilling program at its Tonopah West project located in the Walker Lane trend of western Nevada. Step-out drilling to the west intersected 3,322 grams per ton silver equivalent over a meter and a half. That was within a four and a half meter interval, grading 1,399 grams per ton silver equivalent, which was also on the strike extension of the Merton vein. The Merton vein now has a one and a half kilometers of mineralization strike with high grade shoots showing up to 400 meters of vertical elevation. Drilling has discovered a new mineralized vein on the footwall side of the Pittsburgh Monarch fault system with 2.2 meters grading 294 grams per ton silver equivalent. BlackRock says this new vein may represent the faulted offset portion of the Victor Murray vein system. The company trades on the TSX Venture with BRC. Canadian Palladium Resources provided new assay results from the East Bull Palladium deposit in Ontario. Results included 1.41 grams per ton palladium equivalent over 7 meters and 2.38 grams per ton palladium equivalent over 6 meters. These drill holes extend the main Garden Valhalla zone palladium mineralization 250 meters along strike to the west and intersected a new zone of mineralized inclusion bearing Gabbro located 50 meters below the garden zone that is interpre interpreted to as a feeder dike or magma conduit of the East Bull intrusion. Canadian Palladium trades on the CSE with BULL and on the OTCQB with DCNNF. Northern Lights Resources says visible gold has been intersected in the first drill hole completed by the at the Fiery Squid Prospect at the Secret Pass Gold Project in Arizona. At the 56.2 meter depth, the core is intersected by a joint approximately 4 millimeters wide. The joint face is oriented at approximately 60 degrees to the core and is hosted by rhyolite and contains a layer of magnesium oxide studded with numerous grains of visible gold. No assays or detailed drill logs have been completed at this time. We'll be sure to share that news with you once the assays have returned. Northern Lights trades on the CSE with NLR and on the OTC with NLRCF. High Gold reported that an initial $1 million exploration budget for the Johnson Tract Polymetallic Gold Project in Alaska has been approved. The program will consist of 16,000 meters of drilling and three drill rigs. Drilling will target both expansion and infill to upgrade the JT deposit plus adjacent target areas while also, for the first time, test other prospects. A series of geophysical work surveys are also planned. High Gold trades on the TSX Venture with HIGH and on the OTCQX with HGGOF. 
Rackla Metals announced it has entered into an agreement to acquire a 73.5% interest in the Masisi Gold Project located in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The project is comprised of three contiguous mining leases valid until 2045, covering 133 square kilometers and includes the Aikyanga deposit, which hosts an inferred resource of 3.1 million ounces of gold averaging 2.16 grams per ton. Rackla trades on the TSX Fetcher with RAK. That's it for the news briefing this morning. We'll be back later today with more news and interviews. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.